Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Anal Podcast. Join me, Jared, John, and Mike tonight as we break down some of the most topical topics ever. Do you like the Anal Podcast? Then tell a friend. You can also tweet us at a new American LE1. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review wherever you found our podcast. That's how we get noticed, and we love to get noticed. Drop by anchor.fm slash analpod and hit the message us button. You could hear yourself on the podcast. Wouldn't that just be great? Welcome back to the Anal Podcast. We didn't have an episode Wednesday because, quite frankly, the chains of capitalism are way too tough for me to fight for the rest of my life, so I had to submit and was worked to the bone and collapsed into a heap for days and was not able to create a wonderful episode for Wednesday. But instead, you get this wonderful Saturday episode that'll actually be half-produced. Isn't that lucky for you? Tonight, we have John, Mike, and Jared to start with whoever happens to drop in. First person to drop in might be Craig, who fucking knows i am john and there's some milk in the fridge that's about to go bad there it goes i'm mike and i'm here to talk topical topics uh i'm jared and i own zero stonks zero stonks and you are not going to be able to weigh in on our topic number one today because quite frankly have you heard of this game stonk thing nope they go up. I hear they go up, though. I hear they go to the moon, supposedly. <laughs> did Lang did Lang go up? Did we kill Lang enough old sticks people? and candles? I did, do we have to eat them now? I thought we had to eat the rich. Well, not no, all of the no, old we, rich. We kill the old people to go to make the Lang go up. Mm. Yeah, that has nothing to do with them being rich. Well, the COVID's doing that pretty good. Right. Yes, that's that's what. So good. Good job, COVID. The stonks we are did. going up. We did it. <laughs> <laughs> By doing nothing, we've done it all. Actually, we did everything, and that's why we're all sick! I feel like that's maybe not what you were aiming at, Rob. <laughs> it's okay. It was fun. It was Ouroboros. That intro can eat itself for eternity. <laughs> sure. Well, so, I mean, yeah, GME and AMC, most people have <laughs> never heard of these stocks, nor do they damn care. But because some Redditors were like, we're going to YOLO this shiz, they are all the news. And then they were immediately not the news. And then they were fizzled out when clearly they're not. If you actually look at the stock, so, were they were they were they fizzled out or did our government decide to actually decisively act quickly to to um, work in their own best interests. Well, at this point, I don't necessarily think it was the government as much as it was, was Robin Hood. Robin Hood was the only platform that was limiting the trades whenever the volatility was there. The calls were clear. The shorts were clear. You can go on to the website in Yahoo Finance and look and see what shorted. It's all just out there. You can just look at it. Um, due diligence. Jared, we just we discussed it in the last podcast. Um, you should maybe do some homework. Well, I'm, I'm also talking about uh, isn't like Spank Daddy sixty nine having to testify in Congress now? While uh, I do believe it's deep fucking value. <laughs> oh. Deep fucking value. Pretty sure that's what Jared said. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, we're waiting on our checks, but you know this guy can has to he has to go. You know. Just tell Congress about how he and his, you know, cum guzzler 86 
the, it's, you know, <laughs> talked about Don't forget stuff. Sweet Tit 59. She's all in on AMC. Yeah. Yeah, and they, they talked about their stocks and, and made things happen that rich people didn't like as we're just listen, there are more rich people pissed at Cum Guzzler 47 right now than you would care to know. I mean, probably all of them. At least in America. So um as far as the GME AMC, uh the, the situation I'm on the side of if the mass there, as long as the stock stays over eighty dollars, the short can't be met. And it's going to steadily climb while high holders are just going to bleed values on their calls over the next month. If they can hold the line and more people, single holders buy. And even if they get paper, paper shares, it's it's going to prevent hedgies from being able to sell out. And they're paying out tons and tons of money and in interest until those shorts are dealt with. So right now, the name of the game is small caps buy against shorts, pull up Yahoo finance, pick a company you believe in and see if they're shorted. If they're shorted more than 50%, throw some money at it and then pretend it doesn't exist. And for all you listeners who can tell me what Rob was just talking about, please, <laughs> please, please tell me, um, please, please and, message the podcast. Wait, did that Rob, not, was that not English? I was going to tell you how to do that right now. Oh. I'm sorry. Was that not English? I'm sure it was English. I'm, I'm sure um, it's just a failure of mine and and my um, my my stupid anti-capitalist brain. I know I want to be an anti-capitalist too, but I had to join them. At some point, I decided I had to subvert from the inside. So I looked at all the capitalist stuff, and now apparently, being a capitalist is super in if you're on the stock market with GME or AMC. WTF. Well, well, I wanted to ask Rob, since you're the only person that knows about this. In any For the record, of- I am not a financial advisor in any way. <laughs> let's, 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 put, let's move that to the very beginning of the segment. Yeah, disclaimer. Um, anything you say is for purely recreational purposes. Is there a time limit? Like, say on the game, the game stock stocks, stonks. Like, is there a certain amount of time when these shit ass fuck hedge funds have to just buy this back or or I guess what they sell it. No, they have to sell it and then they lose a bunch of money. Like, is there a time limit or can they just hold on to that and wait for their other millions of dollars in stocks that these companies own to just make up the difference and then just say fuck you to the regular people is my question to you. The answer is yes and no. It's Schrodinger's <laughs> cat. If you put the money in, assume that it's gone. If you put the money into the stock market and invest in anything, just assume that you're throwing it on the casino floor because it's about the same thing because the numbers are fake and pretend. The reason that these ones are currently relevant is because the hedge funds overextended. They, they bent themselves over a barrel. They were overconfident and people bought out lots and lots of calls um, so they're, they're holding on to these stocks that they can just press a button and sell for extremely high values. And that's and what the company wants to, to get those he- holds off, but that they can't, everyone's, everyone's holding. And didn't GameStop like initially when it was shorted, it had like negative value. <laughs> it was something a negative like point two at some point. Yes. Point oh two or wow. something. But um, no, I don't think anything ever changed hands at that point. I mean, I actually have very little education on what happened early. Um, I did not look at GameStop until after the first surge. Um, I was more invested into 
pharmaceuticals that I believe in more than anything. Um, but right now, I think the major issue is the fact that the amount of market manipulation that is occurring is just absolutely disastrous. You can look at the charts and if you listen to an analyst who knows what they're talking about, you can see where company is buying and selling their shares back and forth. Um, and AMC, they think, is, is, is a culprit because if you look at AMC and GameStop, their charts track exactly they're 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 doing the same thing and that's what those ladder attacks have been driving down the stock price well guess what that's illegal you're not allowed to do that so they're also making naked shares so long story short it was supposed to come down friday it's probably not going to because they have literally doubled down their money analysts expect it to hit 800 which is just goddamn absurd so the stonks will be able to be sold for 800 dollars a share it gets that high. Some people are saying game stock's going to be worth what? over a thousand dollars if they can hold the line over 80 90 dollars. Which, right now, how long does that need take place? Forever. It, if you put money in it, it's like throwing it on a casino floor. The squeeze may never get squoze. Well, but when, but when are they projecting this? This huge valuation depends on the shorts. Well, no, but but that's the thing, right? Is that how I mean. I'm just a dumb baby when it comes to this, but we all are. If you if you own a stock, you have to sell it to make money, right? You own like the idea. If you when you own stock, typically you own more than one, right? So the idea is that you own a stock and you hope it uh, appreciates in value, so that at some point it's worth more than you initially bought it for, and then you sell it and you you make a profit. So correct. So the issue with this is, and I think that. Uh, you know, Mike and John are getting at is like at some point, and and I think and I think that's the the big contradiction here is that at some point, like there's people on Reddit that are like millionaires right now, but they don't give a fuck because they want to fuck over these shorts, right? So right. normally mm. they'd make their money and they'd sell, and then the stock would go back down. And then the shorts might still make their money somehow because of convoluted bullshit. Uh -huh. um, but they're not doing that, which, which is also another weird thing because, like, if you're selling a stock, like, who the fuck is buying that? Like, someone just buys, like, there's always somebody ready to buy any stock that you want to sell? Well, yes, because of shorts. Because remember, shorts <laughs> are alone done in shares. So basically, oh, okay. so, so when you sell a stock, Someone's just gambling that the stock that you're selling them might be worth less. Or and you know what? I don't. That's I, for a I, call. I, yes, you're on the right. You're on the right page. Um, so to buy a share and hold a share is one thing. You buy the share, it goes up, it goes down. Yay for you, boo for you, whatever. It's when you get into the calls and options and things like that where it starts getting incredibly complicated and that's where your analysts and forecasters start coming in because the game's made so complicated your average person can't really play it. With, with the calls, essentially, um, the easiest way I can think of it is car insurance. So you have uh, uh, your car and you insure it for $5,000 and that's essentially putting a call on the car. If something happens to the car, you want a new one, you want it fixed. Maybe this isn't the best example when compared to GME. Um, maybe like property. You have $5,000 junk house you want to buy. So you say to Tina, hey, I want to buy this house. I'm going to give you $500 to promise me you're not going to sell it to anybody else. 
And she says, okay, fine, but you have three weeks to sort this out and decide whether you're going to buy it or not. Well, in that three weeks, a developer comes along and says, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and it's going to make the property value absolutely fucking amazing, and it goes up in value. Well, you have a contract that you paid $500 for that says you're going to get the house at five grand, even though the property is worth half a million now. So basically, there are people out there that are holding $12 calls for... Uh, GameStock, $16 calls, $40 calls, where someone has to come up with that share at that value, period. And the hedges um, are pretending that that they're they're going to be able to do it by selling shares back and forth to each other. I think so. So this is kind of a this is kind of a, and I, I like the analogy you made, but mostly as a segue to another topic. But a five thousand dollar house. What about a thirteen thousand dollar house? Am I right? Why do you bring up that number, Jared? I mean, because it's it's slightly relevant to, um, well, I guess it, it might still be relevant when this episode comes out because, um, you know, Chrissy Teigen, she, she likes to post these, I don't know, like I'm just a regular person, but not. They humble brags. I'm out of the loop on this. She humble bragger. Well, she posted some tweet that it was like, hey, what's the most expensive thing you ever regretted eating or consuming because one time i was at a restaurant with you know with my husband and we, we got a bottle of wine and we didn't even finish it but then the bill came and it was thirteen thousand dollars whoops huh. i'm looking at the the tweet right now i found it i do that literally all the time yeah like the three times a week wow yeah and i mean i've seen like the apologist responses to that which are like you know, she doesn't owe you anything, and that's, you know, it's the way her life works and shit like that. But, you know, that, that always conveniently ignores the issue where, like, she definitely paid the bill. She had that money. Yeah. And... And, and and why was a bottle of wine that much money? Yeah, the, the, the cost of, of your house. <laughs> My house was that much money. Granted, it, it's a flip, but still. It's your house. That's a, whole a place house. to live. Yeah, that much money versus one it's, bottle uh, of wine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one. Unbelievable that they didn't even and finish. This even ties it. Yeah, they didn't finish the bottle either, which is you know another great metaphor for for you know uh, capitalism and and the the wealthy and um, how the system works. But you know, it was interesting because John and I were having a conversation with another uh, podcast favorite. Uh, Trista today, you know, we, we would mention, we were talking about how, you know, we, we kind of oftentimes we'll spend, you know, a, a little more than we should, we'll spend above our means. I sort of made the observation, well, the only people that can just, you know, spend and not worry about it are those ones that are just so rich. It's just completely meaningless. Like other than that, we're always sort of always, you know, wondering, even if we'll splurge every once in a while, you know, you still have to look at your bank account at the end of the month and make sure you have enough money. And then, you know, this tweet just sort of pops out of the ether. <laughs> it just sort of, sort of like the universe is going, yes, Jared, your analysis was correct. That, oh, it's just, yeah, $13,000, NBD. Hmm. Like, oh, it's, it's so out of touch. And I think she's done this multiple times over this pandemic. I mean, didn't she have, wasn't there a thing when she had her like live-in nurse dressed as a plague doctor as a joke because pandemic or something? That sounds vaguely familiar. I remember some backlash from that. Because that's pretty fucked up. Platform. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, I typed Great. it in and it um, 
Oh Jesus! Yeah, the pictures are. Yeah, it's pretty. It's fucked up, right? Mm, yeah. Really fucked up. Yeah, it, it auto completed in Google, so it's definitely. A th- <laughs> <laughs> oh is, Jesus! Yeah. That's how you know shit's real. Fucked up, and I, you know, I bet this person's Halloween costume costs like probably like thirteen thousand dollars or something. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, for that familiar number. Jesus, that's awful. It really shows you how out of touch a lot of these people are. That they, they try to pretend like they're they're normal and they understand, you know, our suffering, but they really don't. I don't know if I if I mentioned this before on another ep- episode, but there was an article a while ago about Bill Gates, and it was supposed to be cute because they're like, Bill Gates, guess how much hot po- uh, hot pockets cost, you know, or pizza rolls, <laughs> or a bottle of Lysol, and like he had no idea. He's clueless, and it's supposed to be endearing that this man is so out of touch with normal things that people buy. Like, oh, it's it's cute. Yeah. It's fine. He buys one person on the internet Christmas presents every year. Yeah. Oh, that's on Reddit. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. fine. He's he's amazing. Doesn't he cut his own hair? Because of that, huh? <laughs> he saves money because he cuts his own hair, right? Wasn't that a thing? <laughs> I mean, that's like the constant, like, I remember in elementary school and high school learning things about wealthy people. Is like, you know, they never paid more than $10 for a haircut. Wouldn't pay more than $20 for a pair of shoes. And that's and it's supposed to be the reason why they're rich. And they never they never bought avocado toast. <laughs> but they did. They did pull themselves up by their bootstraps to get the money they had, right? Also, they worked a hundred oh, billion yeah. times harder than you did. Yeah. Because that's hu- humanly possible. And also maybe their parents owned an emerald mine or something. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, small details slipped through the cracks. Was that uh, whose parents gave them five hundred thousand dollars to start Amazon? Yeah, my investment portfolio would look at, would be looking way better if I had five hundred thousand to start with. I, I would. I, I can guarantee you, I would be a millionaire if someone would give me a million dollars. I can guarantee. <laughs> yes, you would have a million. You know what? I'll I'll even bet some stonks on it. Is that did I do that right? No, because you have to only bet in stonk. That way, you have to get it back and stonk. Uh, it's it's uh, amazing how much how much easier it is to get ahead when you're born already ahead. Already yeah. Ahead. Um, which speaking of getting ahead, I actually oh. just got some real time news. So I'm going to put Jared in charge of the show. He's been John. You've been in charge. Mike's been in charge. Oh yeah, Jared, you're in charge of the show for a minute because I'm going to go listen to this so I can come back educated. Okay. <laughs> Cool. I was about to say he never picks me, but he shut that one down real quick. Well, I mean, <laughs> I the, I was in charge in a previous episode, as list you know, astute listeners may recall, and it was awful. It was a bad. It was bad. <laughs> it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It very poorly. But the thing is, I want to make note on this episode is I sort of took the reins and steered it towards this current topic with the with the um the reference to the um the house. And the 13,000, just sort of connected, getting with our lives. And that's all I had. That was the one thing I had in my back pocket for this episode that I was like, this is going to be cute. I'm, I'm going to do this. And I, and I already did it. And, and now, um, Shit, now I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm burning air right now. I'm just, I'm stumbling over my words and I'm hoping the talent can just come through for me right now. Last time we did hockey talk. So. <laughs> we could do hockey it's talk. Always- the, the, the only thing I prepared oh. was my intro. <laughs> From King of the Hill. That's all I got. <laughs> That's uh, I, I had another intro, but it was a it was a, a song. I think I'm gonna switch to song lyrics. I 
I, I really like the uh, the King of the Hill Twitter account. Like, I love those accounts that they're just stills from shows. And, like, you just uh, see, like... Well, there's a bunch of Simpsons like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a Simpsons one, and there's a SpongeBob one that I see every once in a while. It's, like, every still of SpongeBob. But, I mean, there are some great King of the Hill stills. It, for such a normal, like, a what's supposed to be a normal show, there's some really ridiculous shit. But, you know, completely out of context, you're like, what the fuck? It was a, it was a beautiful show. I want to find that that particular one. I saw like a thousand when I searched for King of the and Hill. No, it's a great show. It's, it's a great show. I mean, it's a... No, no, I mean the Twitter account that you're talking about. I want to oh, look yes. at it. What is it called? Um, let me see if I can find it. I know it's a great show. That's why I want to learn more. <laughs> Oh man, I, let me let me see. Should I look through all the accounts I follow? Because <laughs> like just searching for King of the Hill did not bring up no that particular that that particular account that I know I, I enjoy. There's King of the Hill screens. There's two of those. It's probably it's probably one of those. Let's do hockey talk. Okay, we need a theme song here. Do a theme song for hockey. Oh, it's talk. it's King of the Hill screens. Yes, you're correct. Oh, cool. Uh, K O T H screens oh, is the one, one that I follow. Gotcha. That oh, is that ZZ Top? Yeah, there's just some great. Yeah, that's that's Hank's cousin. There's just some great. Anyway, Jared, theme song for Hockey Talk. Ready? Hockey go. Talk. Hockey Talk. Talking about hockey. It's Hockey Talk. It's got to have an organ in it somewhere. Well, I mean, I I don't have like this is. Well, yeah, yeah. Do a mouth. Glad in post. Glad <laughs> Do, just do a mouth guitar. I don't mouth guitar. Really, 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 me. That's not an organ, dude. Come on. No, it's a mouth guitar. Mouth is an organ. <laughs> My, Mike requested the organ from the fucking what's that mouth Zamboni. Do? Um, <laughs> the Zamboni has an organ since when? Yeah, there's there's an organ in the Zamboni. That that's where all the fight songs. Dun, 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 that's that's the Zamboni. That's the Zamboni. Yeah. <laughs> they got to tune up tune the what? Zamboni strings before yes. every game. Yes. No, it's not. They're pipes. It's a pipe oh, organ. Okay. So there's pipes coming out of the Zamboni machine. You know, people don't pay attention to these things because they're just drinking usually <laughs> so, between periods. Is this a real thing? <laughs> <laughs> so the pedals on the Zamboni aren't used to drive the thing. They're used to play the music is what you're saying. Well, it's both. It's obvious. It's both. Yeah, yeah. Take hand movements as well. So that's part of it. The, the, the well, yes. strong. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I mean, and they, that, that, that. Jared and Farb in charge, and I stumble into a QAnon conspiracy. Zambonis play organ music. What? <laughs> this is well, it makes it makes sense when the person rides on it. That's like a like a pretty girl on. Yeah, top right. Of so, yeah. yeah. So oh, feet, I should have put John in charge. Their feet are the mean? gas and the brake, but also the bass notes of the organ, right? Yeah. And, and they're, they're steering with their fingers, playing playing your favorite fight song that also steers them around. To there's a tiny keyboard in the steering wheel, isn't there? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, that makes so much yep. sense. Anyway, now that you've had time to think about it, hockey talk theme song, go. With me again? I just I Mike already talk. did the hockey talk theme song. Wait, I, I saved did. It. There's another the one? one. Yeah, I forgot. No, it was the one where Mike was like hockey talkie. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not really a theme song. Oh, and perfect. Rochelle's like, that was great, and that was the end of the episode. <laughs> Well, yeah, just, just send me a clip of that, and I'll put some organ on it, and we'll make that the theme. <laughs> Midi guitars on it. It was pretty good jingle. We just have to have an alternate version. So Third before jersey. I stepped out, we were talking about houses, and I wanted to segue into another house. This one's a fucking filthy, dirty piece of trash house. Let's talk a little bit about Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> oh, man. That was oh, beautiful. Good. 
That was that's, beautiful. That's the that's the segue of of the cast yeah. so far. That's it. Wow, I'm impressed. You're gonna get whatever award podcasts get for segues. <laughs> You'll win an actual segue. Yeah. <laughs> Don't drive the it off the cliff award. like the, 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 the inventor did. So, so instead of where's Waldo, it's where's Kyle Rittenhouse because where the fuck is that guy? Yeah, let me tell you what. I got my eye open. People around here, crazy red sons of bitches. Kyle Rittenhouse shows up around here. I'm gonna be like, he's over here. And then they'll throw him a parade. That's what they'll yeah. do. No, I'll probably tell you guys, and then you know we'll take care of it by calling the authorities. Correct, the right and proper authorities. Mm, yes. And then not talking to them when they come. <laughs> Just no. Yeah, we, Just point at the body. We saw him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Body that's still alive. I definitely. don't remember when. <laughs> I'm not sure how long he's been here. But you know, it's, it's funny Who again. It, I don't recall his name. It's funny you mentioned that, Rob, because I just heard this story about Emmanuel Jackson was one of the Capitol Hill rioters that, for some reason, um, was denied bail. Wait a minute. Let's compare this. So Kyle Rittenhouse, mm -hmm. he actually killed some people right yes and emmanuel did what now well he he had a baseball bat in a picture so he had a bat and he but and he was there at the capitol and he had a bat sometimes maybe so did he kill somebody it no there's no evidence Okay. Even What's the difference anyone? between Kyle? Yeah, did, he was just there. His existence there was enough. I mean, there's a to get him denied bail. There's a picture of him where you can clearly see him and his mm -hmm. features. So I, I don't, I don't know if that has anything. Is there anything different between, say, Kyle Rittenhouse and Emmanuel? What was his last name? I know what it is. Uh, John, what is it? Kyle Rittenhouse is white, and the other guy is black. It's true. <laughs> you got it. What? So let me get this straight. If you are black with a baseball bat at an insurrection, no bail for you, but the white bitch gets to go to Mexico. But if you're a white guy, you can actually go kill a couple people, get out on a couple million dollars bail and disappear. Is that what is that what but I'm and, hearing? Yeah, and there also isn't a manhunt for Kyle Rittenhouse, yeah, right? The now. authorities are on his side. Well, they're they're not that interested in catching him. <laughs> now, I could be wrong here, but didn't a bunch of QAnoners raise money to, to get him out? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay, that, that, that was real. Okay. Okay. I didn't know if that was a... F it's hard to tell how much well, of this real. stuff is a fever dream that I just have, or mm -hmm. if it's actually real life happenings at this point. No, it's insanity. If you don't embrace the insanity, you'll go crazy like I did before I started the podcast. But, but you just mm -hmm. got to embrace the, the disillusionment sometimes. But also, Rob... Again, to clarify for, for our listeners, now there was a woman who she stole Nancy. Hi, Toulouse. Toulouse is just, she's jumping all over the desk because she knows it's important recording is happening. So a, a woman, if I recall, uh, who I guess I, guess I should clarify uh, was white, is white. She stole Nancy Pelosi's laptop. And she tried to do yeah. what with it? And what she tried it? to sell it to maybe some Russians or some shit? Oh, yeah. And and you're, and you're saying she's just chilling right now in Mexico? Mexico, yeah, on vacation. Work retreat. And she stole, like, a laptop that probably maybe had state secrets on it. 
Yeah, just had Pelosi's porn. Bunch of people smearing ice cream all over <laughs> each other's faces. Just all her ice cream or just like all her receipts for ice cream and like millions of dollars. She doesn't want anyone to see. They gotta have something on her. It's the ice cream porn. Who's, who's they? I don't know. I just like the way ice cream porn sounds. I have to Google that, see if it's a thing. Oh, wait, it, come, come on. on. Come on. There's cake farting. Come on. <laughs> cake farting isn't porn. It's comedy. Okay. Well, someone gets off to it and you know I'm right. Oh, my. Oh, I, yeah, sure. But it's, I mean, cake fart has a value to more people than just porn. I personally think it's amazing and hilarious. <laughs> but the real question is, is Kyle Rittenhouse fucked or is he good and gonzo? Is the the alt-alt-right that bailed him out keeping his ass in cover? What do we think? Okay, or is he just hiding in the bushes somewhere being a 19-year-old dillweed who murdered a couple people and got out in a couple million dollars bail that wasn't his? I think what's going to happen is he's trying to fuck off and we'll say he gets caught and he's just going to be like, oops. And they're going to be like, ah, no big deal, guy. We weren't going to convict you of anything anyway. It's fine. That's my prediction. Cause I mean, you know, John, same thing. You're always, it's nothing's going to change. I'm just going to let him walk. Oh yeah. Ain't nothing going to happen. I mean, that's, I mean, it's one thing like these, these capital people better, better get arrested and i mean for all that matter sure i i don't think they arrested all of them obviously they didn't they're going to be punished with time serve if they're punished who gives a shit maybe with 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 their special organic food meals because yeah because mommy says yes and and you know not that we can do that for anyone else that's you know indigenous or muslim or anything when they go to jail but no you, no we can't provide halal food for people you know, anything. But hey, you know, just, just. Didn't that guy get to eat his spirit animal, though? The shaman? What? Well, yeah. He, oh, no. He, no. It's the organic man. He's all, well, I mean, no, he doesn't eat buffalo, right? He just embodies their spirit. I, I don't, I don't know. He just is one. Jesus. But you are what you eat. Why is he not eating them? I mean, if, I can't, uh his whole shtick, Mike, I, I don't, man, Arizona, I don't even know. what the fuck is with your state, dude? I, I mean, I know our state. I know Pennsylvania's <laughs> fucked up. It's Florida Junior, Jared. That's what's up with my state. I mean, I know. Arizona, man. <laughs> it's good. Watch, watch the good place. Pay attention to what Eleanor says. And then at least half of that stuff is true. Man, I just finished a good place this week. Spent a good four episodes just crying. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's incredible. So it's you know it's up there in the in the top three for me. It's probably still yeah. I'd say it's my favorite show still, even at this very, point. Very on par with Shit's Creek. Damn, I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah, you do. The Good Place is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Jared hasn't seen it. We can't talk about it. Thanks, Jared. I know. Bean, I know. Hmm. It looks like Cal Rittenhouse is on the motherfucking run. And who else can we talk about that's on the goddamn run? Oh, yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene. How do you think this is all going to pan out now that the Democrats are all like, she's the problem with the good old party. And she was elected, right? Correct. Does she need to be censured? Because she's a pure blood QAnoner? Gives a shit if she's censured. Censures, censures are stupid. Just like sanctions that we're putting on... Um, Oh no, sanctions are awful and they're crimes against humanity. Censures are just, you know, not even principal's office. That's just like wagging a finger at someone and walking away. Well, my theory 
um, from another uh, article thing I posted about the Democrats, and I think they're going to go super hard on QAnon in the worst way possible, basically just to try to lose in 2022. <laughs> Intentionally. They're just fucking nosediving it. What was, was uh, like something with QAnon? They can eat, the Republicans can either have QAnon or college educated voters or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that, that, that was the gist of a quote from a senator. Let me see. Yes, here it is. Let me see if I can bring this up. Yeah, they can do QAnon or they can do college educated voters. They cannot do both. Uh, the DCCC chair, Senate Sean Patrick Maloney. So, so this is the Democrats going, yeah, you're, you're a dumb QAnon hick or, or do you go to college and you vote Democrats? Well, it's like newsflash, motherfucker. The biggest QAnoner I know most definitely has a college degree, if not a master's degree. So, ha! But again, it, it just seems this pandering to this sort of white-collar managerial class that may or may not actually exist. They're just biting themselves in the ass because normal people... I don't think normal people even care about QAnon. Nah. No, no, not really. I don't think don't. so either. I think they understand that the QAnon believers are an issue. Like, I have a very dear family member of mine who has... She is one of the bits and pieces. So some of the QAnon stuff has got to her, but she doesn't believe the broader strokes. Those smaller pieces are still pieces of information that she believes in her truest heart of hearts. And even though that's a concern to me, I know how much it hurts when your beliefs are changed and how you can get met with hostility. So, you know, I let it go. And her and I have had many conversations about the fact that she sees it differently from the other side of the coin. And no matter how hard I try to look from the QAnon, I just don't see Democrats molesting children to pump adrenochrome out and smear it on their face. And I just don't see that oh. as the reality that's acceptable because I don't believe it's real. I hope oh, it's I not. It might be, but I hope not. No, but, but I think that's the thing that, I mean, I, I know it scared a bunch of Democrats because, you know, the Capitol was invaded and, you know, rightfully feared for their lives in some instances, but... I think the regular voter, like most people just vote Republican or Democrat because they do. Them doubling down on QAnon is not really going to sway any Republicans, I don't think, because they already know it's stupid, but they're still going to vote Republican because they want lower taxes or they think small business is good. Yeah, m most of the voters, you know, any Republican voter I know, it votes with their paycheck. That's really all it is, or from their pockets, however you want to say it. Yeah. That's that's it. I mean, QAnon is a fringe as much as, you know, these people in the middle think that, like, communists are a fringe. And they just kind of don't care. So Is communists not its own fringe? Oh, sure. I mean, there, there's, there's kind of a, a very different reason why, you know. Well, people are communists versus why they're they're Q. Communism, socialism, whatever. That's fringe because there was a concerted effort after World to War II. It. <laughs> yes, to destroy it completely. Like that's why it's fringe now. It's not because it's weird and goofy and doesn't make any sense. It's because, you know, the ruling class saw it as a threat and we're like, we don't like that. It's exactly because it's not weird and goofy. It's yes. because it does make sense that they're scared of it. Well, some things are easier to believe. Yep. Some things are hard to believe. And QAnon stuff 
isn't hard to believe. It still exists within the system. Um, it doesn't tell you that your foundations are wrong. In fact, it preys on the things that you kind of believe that might be crazy and true. Communism kind of completely subverts everything you've done your entire life as a capitalist, you know, or as a person in America. So I think that the ease or difficulty of belief plays a huge role in this. We've all learned that changing a belief hurts people. Yeah, sure that's, that's the nail on the head right there, I think. It's just, it's so much easier to believe a you know, crazy-ass conspiracy theory than it is to believe that, you know, every single person in your life has kind of either actively or passively served to keep you down. Whether knowingly or unknowingly. Right. Because mm -hmm. of what they were or weren't taught as well. It's a system you're already working in, so, you know, there's another, there's another layer of not being able to say it's wrong. Anyway, exactly. Because, you know, you, you can believe this QAnon stuff and like the system itself that you live in is still fine. It's mm. it's working. Right. But there's just there's certain bad people that are bad that you have to stop. And that lets you fit in, in into your ideology that like, OK, yeah, the system I've been taught, that's that's good. That's fine. But it's there's just these bad people. Whereas, you know, if you go far enough left, then it's like, well, maybe this whole system isn't good. Maybe the system itself has problems. Hmm. And again, when you've been told your entire life the system is good, things are only bad because certain people make bad choices to, to really kind of turn that on its head it is a lot you know especially if you haven't you yourself experienced the brunt of hardship that you know the system perpetuates on people well yeah i mean the, the system is kind of perpetuated by the people that don't see the problems in it because they've never experienced them and and those are the people that are in charge so why why would things change unless you know all of the the stupid poor apes band together and actually do something rather than investing in in dog coin ape together strong diamond hands dogecoin forever to the moon baby Dogecoin going up right i think it is yeah actually uh, i last i read it crashed hard well no it had its eight cents spike came down to the three Where floor did, and it's been at the three floor wow okay did you read that on CNN fake news? No. <laughs> well, yeah, that's actually something that I wanted. That's a nice segue. Um, it's super funny because uh, a lot of the actual analysts that will sit down and show you a stream of them drawing lines on their chart, showing predictions through the way model predictors read their candle wicks and candlesticks and volumes and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But you watch them do it, and then they look at the news and say, this isn't true. Like, the volume hasn't moved nine percent was selling today and the rest were all buys but all the news is just saying nope hype's over so people in the future if gme and ac amc skyrocket well woohoo i got a couple shares but if not oh well i guess i'm broke well it's it's almost then, as if those people on cnn have an ideology that they're pushing almost. you know that what that that sort of backs up the the short seller billionaire millionaires right <laughs> Oh, and it's also pointing to China about uh, yeah. what's going on in Myanmar. China bad. China bad. China bad. Always bad. China bad. China's very bad. There are some they bad actors so. in China, but I think out of the five billion people that are there, there's probably at least three or four good ones. But <laughs> <laughs> they say the same shit about yep. us. Yep. <laughs> and the truth is that the the shitty people only make up like you know one percent. 
Mm. Mm, makes think. <laughs> well, <laughs> weird correlation you're pointing out, Mike. Well, but again, I mean, I mean that, and that that's the big difference, right? In China, I was mentioning uh, before recording that you know, in China, when when you're a fucking millionaire, billionaire business owner, and you do awful shit, you get thrown in jail, yeah, or sometimes you know, executed by the state for being a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Where in America, you get rewarded. You get rewarded and just keep doing it more, bro. Just build more pipelines. Fuck the just environment. Just spill all the oil. We don't care. Just bust all the unions. Bust all over those unions, bro. It's fine, America. So, I mean, that that is that is kind of a difference, and that might be why we hate them so much. One of the reasons, I don't know. That might be one of the reasons why we're told that China is bad. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Lots of I don't knows. Like, this... Any idea what the fuck else is going to happen this year? Because it just seems insane already. <laughs> like, we just hit February. And- no, it's fine. 2020 is over. Everything yeah, is fine Yeah, I think now. everything's fine now. I'm doing Now great. that we've had the insurrection, it's good. We got it out of the system. Yeah, that seemed to be the peak of it for me. I'm on my way into a bull market. Boy. I mean, a waveform for sound ums. I mean, God, I'm getting confused. <laughs> All right. I mean, okay, I, I just, I just want to know if anyone had any like, pr- like ali- like aliens. It's aliens next. Like wow. they're, they're, they're just landing, and they're gonna be like, nah, you guys are fucking aliens up. Aliens aren't this dumb. <laughs> like, the alien no, thing. That. I have done three interviews with three different right individuals who I can't use them, but <laughs> they all have boiled down to aliens. One of them from QAnon. One of them who is just like your regular, I live in the woods and chop wood so I don't have to pay my gas bill kind of bro guy. It's not my brother. And <laughs> it's fucking Stanley. It's my brother, but that's no, no, it's not. And uh, a person who I consider pretty well educated um, from a more extreme angle than the other two all believe it was a it, it, we're dealing with aliens. The one thinks the QAnon individual believes that's why a lot of things have been declassified recently, um, like the uh, FFA logs and files of uh, UFOs and stuff that can't be explained. Bla- Black Knight or some baloney. Oh, um, all this stuff station. got declassified. Yeah, yeah. I heard so about like that all one. that stuff got declassified. And it, it exists in reality, whether those things are real or have, I, I don't know. But that that is one of the fuels for the fire of the, the QAnon. Then the other individual just believes that Alien Straight dropped us here about 260,000 years ago. And like, we're just here to kind of strip the planet. And once the technology is shiny enough, they're just kind of going to come and take it. And that's like his honest to God. It's not a book. That's what we're here it's to do. We're here to rape the planet. There's an entire cult based on that that we're not going to talk about. Okay, we cannot talk about it, but that is his true belief. I don't think he's a member of that cult. <clears throat> well, isn't, that, isn't that like a Star Trek thing where like they, they seeded the Alpha Quadrant or whatever, and that's why everyone looks the same except for like a random ear or forehead prosthetic? Well, that was, yeah, that was to explain why they're all humanoid because they were starting to get that criticism. So, like, yeah, you know what? Fuck you guys. We're going to make a show and then fuck you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, that, we're going to can in this shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, no, that, that, was, that was just fan reaction, kind of like taking the woman doctor off the air. Mm. Sorry, sorry yeah. Rob. You, 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 were, you had another. Man, if the aliens can get here, 
Why the fuck would they stay? They wouldn't. That's that's all three of these individuals came to the same point. Essentially, so, we're not ready. And the well-educated individual just simply says, if you look up at the infinitum, we simply cannot be the only ones. The question is, is not if it's out there. It's when will and if it can get here. Well, I've explained also in the past about pockets of the universe pushing away from each other because of the expansion and dark matter and stuff. So correct. There might be a scientific impossibility for us to ever meet an alien also without warp technology. Well, yeah, if we can harness wormholes, we can do whatever again, who cares? Like who cares? Mm -hmm. Like if the aliens come here, like, uh, okay, we won't even, we probably won't even know if they will, if they do matter. What am I going to do about it? What are they going to do to me that I can stop? Listen, if we air this and aliens come down and start eating everybody, you're in tr- you're in trouble, John. I'm not gonna. Swear. You're not gonna stop them. Nope. No, but I will still air the show. You bet the government—they'll they'll send us a twelve hundred dollar check <laughs> so we can help. And so that, that'll help us. You know what? If they send us a twelve hundred dollar check before they show up and start eating us, all right, they paid for their meal. <laughs> uh, I don't. Well, I don't it, understand. Like, why? Why? aliens coming here affects policy or the way you think about the world at all like it's it it doesn't it makes no sense i i agree but you know what i boiled down to most of those individuals it's easier to watch some ancient aliens and believe that over four thousand people are dying every fucking day that every day is the equivalent of three four five eight full fucking planes just dropping out of the sky that's too much for them yeah well yeah we said that earlier yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly, yep. right. Even beyond that, it's the system you're told is is fine, and it's the be- it's actually the best. And we live in the greatest. I don't know if you know this, Rob, and and listeners, and everyone. On, we, we live in the greatest country in the world that has ever existed, ever. <laughs> and no matter it, what, it's easier to believe that aliens exist. And are fucking things up than to admit that America isn't the best country for some people. Would that be a problem with American exceptionalism? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of the, the sort of like the um, not statistically minded or not maybe undereducated um, direction that that takes. But yeah. Dare I say anti-intellectual? Uh, well, it, it kind of becomes anti-intellectual. Sure. Well, unless you go down like the fucking rabbit hole and then you think you're an intellectual critical thinker. That's very true. Yeah. It's bad science. How deep you're going to dive. Exactly. I look at the universe and I say, in its multitudes, there has to be something else out there. And if anything was to ever find its way to us, it would be so advanced because of the technology it would require to reach us that it would look down and say, oh, fuck no gone never see him again well it's interesting and this is sort of the antithesis of this and i was messaging this to john a little bit ago but i just watched ad astra so spoilers for people that you really wanted to watch ad astra starring brad pitt which by the way is not a sequel to space cowboys unfortunately (laughs) it is not (laughs) (laughs) even though like half the cast of space cowboys is sort of reprising their roles in Ad Astra. It's not a sequel. Did Brad, That's the same, uh, did Brad huh? Pitt go gently into anything in this movie? No, he was not gently. He was he was going hard oh. into things. Into that but <laughs> So spoilers, if you don't want spoilers for this movie, uh 321 whatever. But like the conceit of that movie is 
like Brad Pitt's dad was on this mission and they went like past our solar system so they could get the good data, right? The, and, and we're going to find the aliens and there's nothing. And so that just like breaks his dad and just breaks him as a human being because like he thought there was going to be more than us, but there isn't. And, you know, a lot, a lot of the message of that movie is that it's just us and that's okay and we have to accept it. And I think that's sort of the opposite coin of this, that, you know, it has to be these aliens. <laughs> but no, maybe it's just, it's just us and we're just fucked up and we have to fix it. Yeah. And aliens didn't do shit and they're not doing shit and people can be bad and systems can be bad. And if they are, we should change them, you know. I agree, but I think no matter what system that is ever created, it's going to be bad for someone somewhere. So what I get from a lot of people is, well, capitalism's the best we got, so we might as well live with it. Nope. Which is crazy if you think nope. about it, because how long have humans been around versus how long has capitalism been around? Mike, I know you're into this. Maybe you can answer. Yeah. Well, civilization was pretty much only started, what? Not maybe 9000 BC was like Sumeria, or was it before that? So, like, before that, 250,000 or so years of human evolution okay. and existence, where there was no such thing as capitalism or you know, governments at all, or writing really for that matter. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so you we didn't destroy wait, the planet. So, you're literally talking the earliest civilization like Sumeria for. 40 like beginning of time 45 i'm just saying that BC. before that even you know hundreds of thousands of years before that we didn't need a system in place to thrive as a species <laughs> do you think us pushing into like the neolithic and bronze ages required the cooperation that that made that possible well the, 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 the debate is was it cooperation or was it conquering because i mean a lot there's there's theories that agriculture allowed certain civil civilizations population to grow exponentially faster than and then their neighbors so basically they took over their neighbors and their land and now their neighbors were doing what they wanted and you know it just grows bigger and bigger and bigger and that's what the first civilization started as and so from you know a marxist viewpoint like myself what would look at that and say like the material conditions of people change mm -hmm. You know, having agriculture changed your relations to to the environment, yes. which then enabled new things to happen. So, and like everything that capitalism says is good, right? That's quote unquote human nature. But you know, if you look at the <laughs> right, you look at the expanse of human history, and like the amount of times that humans cooperated with each other to succeed. And to survive greatly outweighs the type the the amount of time that they had to compete with each other because only when the material conditions changed that competition um, rewarded more people or rewarded some people more that were able to gain power is when that changed. But before that, yep. when there wasn't that incentive, like people just cooperated. Yeah. Um. The the part of this I'm struggling with is is. Material conditions. Break that down just a tiny bit for me in relation to then and communism. Um, do you, okay. I, I, so I'll, I'll go into this, and I know you know more about this than I do, Mike. So if you want to jump in, feel free. Oh. But like the material conditions are basically 
in terms of like earlier human civilization. Sure. So material conditions are the relations of people to like the modes of production to how you basically survive. And so early early hum, human civilization well, was basically hunter gatherers, but it's not like people didn't use agriculture back then either because the majority of it was hunter gathering but say that over time you just learn uh how a specific food that your you know your family your tribe like so you learn how to cultivate maybe that one specific thing at that certain time of year the problem was like when people started taking more and more and more and not and and like altering the landscape so much to maybe just procure pineapples or something all year round for example no exactly right yeah. so in in far in the past the material conditions were such that you basically were able to produce from hunter gatherer society enough to survive yes and to do that you had to work together yep right you had to, to lions would eat your face if you didn't Right. So a lot of these earlier societies are called, quote, primitive communism is some is sometimes called because it wasn't like they thought that out. But that was just like people realized they had to work together or else they wouldn't survive. Yep. And then it was only when there was this when agriculture was developed to such an extent that people could stay in one place that one guy could say, well, this is mine. I have all this. And then, you know, give out more people, right, to, to take some from their own. That sort of changed the relations. Because now it wasn't just everyone. Everyone worked together to survive. It was like, it, it took away purpose for some people, in a sense, mm. too. Okay. So on those points, I'm going to pause material conditions. When you said that, for some reason, I started drawing a line in my head. And I played World of Warcraft and made money. I would do runs. I would sell gold. I made literal money and survived playing World of Warcraft. Cool. I used immaterial conditions. And I'm thinking this whole stock bro thing that's going on is kind of like an immaterial condition situation where these people understand that these are fake numbers, just like when you're in World of Warcraft trying to twink out your super sweet new shaman and you're trying to go and get the loots from the dungeons on your tune. You know, it, they understand immaterials. So I'm wondering if like this is just another situation where they're like a promo immaterial proto immaterial primate that's working together for the first time to get its foothold in the system to survive when they're struggling i don't well, know it might be out on a ledge but i was just thinking eh, it's not that crazy it's it's not that crazy to think that a new strategy was developed to to take advantage of this new resource or, you know. well, again i mean i could be wrong in this assessment but again I, I think it's it's not immaterial it is actually material yeah. conditions because you saw a way that you could turn this these ones and zeros this into computer food. program into yeah into food into housing right but it didn't make it any less real at that point until there was literally a supreme court case that the thing is your it. material conditions improved correct because through of what immaterial you means like not reality i also sold stuff in diablo too sorry john I 
I bought stuff in Diablo too. I don't care. <laughs> I hope it was from you. I doubt it. I doubt it. These are all kind of talking about the same things. You're just defining material and immaterial differently. And that's which you know, brings me to general strikes. We have not in America heard anything about general strikes, and here at the Anal Podcast, we too take note of our listeners and we have an incredibly large indian listener base if you find yourself listening right now from india we would actually like to hear from you specifically and i am not going to say these right i apologize if you are from kerala meghalaya or manipur go to anchor.fm slash anal pod hit the message us button even if it's not in English, I will do my best to get that translated so I know what the heck you're saying. We want to know why you listen and what we can do here for you at the Anal Podcast. Or, you know, just, just write in and, and teach teach us how to pronounce these things. Yes. Because that just makes us better people. Yeah. How many times have we heard unprecedented in the last 18 months? It doesn't have meaning anymore. It's been used so much. Correct. Well, the, the question is, like, is it yeah. unprecedented or is it just the ruling class telling it's telling us it's unprecedented so we don't get too excited about it? Like I, that, I don't know. I mean, think about it. Like the Black Lives Matter protests were huge, but like, do they really rival the yeah, civil rights movement? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's that I've, I recall that being a very big deal. Very, very big. I mean, the FBI even killed a guy. I thought they, I thought they killed more than one. Because he was, he was a two. Well, it's true. They killed more more than him. But I was referring to like the, the specifically civil rights guy that the FBI definitely killed because his family definitely sued to like make them admit that they killed him. Although I guess on an aside, I saw an article recently that I, I guess Rob that you were mentioning earlier. They're declassifying all these documents, but. Like, I guess J. Edgar Hoover was definitely involved in the assassination of Fred Hampton. Of course what? Was. Like, the, the head of the FBI was like, yo, we got to kill this guy. He's just, he's too, his power level's too high. He's going to wake up too much of the working class, especially all the black working class. We, we got to, we got to off him. The way you just said that, wake up too much of the working class. A lot of the working class, I think, was woken up recently when they were forced to sit on their damn asses for months and months and months on end with no damn job. So I think awakening, maybe, maybe it is an awakening. Maybe the whites finally were awakened to the blacks plight to some extent. Maybe the... The poor masses are awoken to the fact that stocks are just fake numbers. Maybe the QAnons were awakened to the fact that Trump was a goddamn liar to some extent. I don't know. We can have hope. Oh, the awakening, I think, would be that, that they're all liars, not just Orange Man. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know. What's, what's Biden lying about? <laughs> Honestly, what's he lying about? He's not in the damn news cycle. The only thing I'm getting is... um. Uh, Jen Psaki every day comes out and answers some questions, and she is a pretty good politician double speaker, so she's doing her job. Here's what Joe Biden's lying about. Joe Biden told us we'd get $2,000 uh, stimulus checks. Not happening. Joe Biden told us he would cancel student debt on day one. Not happening. Um, God, what else? Um, Didn't he just open some new camps? For migrant oh, yeah. children. Joe Biden said he would, uh, he'd, he'd, at some point, said he would uh, clear out the cages. He's, he's making more. I thought he was just making more 
roomy cages so that the kids were less caged and more free roam cages. It's free range. Oh my! God. They're free. They're free roam children, so their milk don't sour. Uh, the free range. You don't want to sour that sweet, sweet sure brown adrenochrome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God! Damn it. So it has its omega threes, right? Yeah. Um, you, they thought day. at first you wanted them scared, so what they else? used tiny cages, and now they realize it's just like Monsters Inc. If they're in the free roam cage, the adrenochrome's way better. Oh, the uh, the commuting uh, of of uh, nonviolent weed sentences uh, that hasn't happened. Not happened. Ending uh, private prisons that hasn't happened. Not happened. I mean, it's it's gonna happen. How, how far do we want to go? Well, again, right? He's canceling the private prison contracts in a few years, but also like state prisons also suck. So, well, yeah, I mean, state prisons suck. Private, pri- I mean, it's he's canceling federal use yes. of private prisons. Not he's not getting rid of yeah. private prisons. That that only accounts for fourteen thousand prisoners. And I don't know if you guys know this or not, but America has more than how that. many million? Wait, does America? <laughs> Wait, you know, listen, John, I have a question. I've heard that China is very bad. Do we have more people in prisons than bad China? Do you mean per capita or just people? Um, the answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, That's bad okay. if they're both yes. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, people that, that know how to math uh, understand that that's bad. Yes. It's real bad. <laughs> I was um, trying to make it clear. I've seen graphs and bar graphs. That's bad. Well, China has more people than us, right? Am I correct, or is that? I would assume so. The, yeah, China yeah, has a ton more population. That's what I thought. Yeah. So yeah, oh, both yeah. are current current billion. U.S. population. Probably like 1.5 billion in China. I uh, think. Current U.S. population is 328 million, and what'd you say China was? 1.398 billion. Also, that means the U.S. population has dropped. Last I checked, it was 350 million. Hmm. There's a pandemic happening that no one cares about. Yeah. That has yeah. the power to do anything. Knocking everyone out. Honest to God, I don't even know what the numbers last I heard was pushing 450,000. Yeah. Boy. I mean, we're going to hit five or six. It's, you know. Hey, we might we might even top them, you know. Nah, maybe we won't top a million. That, that's it. Chances of that are becoming more and more significant. Um, now that people have realized America does not genome test at all. We have the variants. We are the variants. Somewhere, somehow, this has potential to get real bad. Hey, and and the last two pandemics are both America-born, right? Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing, too, I guess. That's a big problem. I mean, I saw a post from, like, Vietnam who actually listens to scientists and epidemiologists and, and does things that they suggest. But basically, they got, like, the new strain from the UK and that's even more contagious. So, I mean, if if the U.S. is already doing shit all, and then you get a second round of a mutation that's more contagious, yeah, yeah. Rob, I mean, I you know, I can see how it's just going to shoot up again. The concern the is, here is yeah. my concern. Here's my worry. I hope that it's not true, but Christ, I've said that a lot lately, is we're going to hear Dover pick a state. People are getting sick and they're not getting better. Oh, uh, we found the same strain, 1177, whatever it may freaking be, here, there, vaccine's ineffective, but no cushion. Right now, we already have one variant that's pushed the cushion sixfold. That means we went from 95% effect- effectiveness, which is like efficacy, which is like a damn miracle, 
to 65 in one mutation that spreads oh. faster. That's bad. That's real bad. About all of this is we could have just locked down for six weeks. Six, six yep. weeks. It's not even two months. And, well, New Zealand paid yes. their citizens uh, essentially 5,000 American dollars to quarantine for that long. Honestly, um, if they would have, if our government would have been like, listen, people of America, for every person that stays home for the next week, for every week you stay at home, we're going to give you $250. No one would have fucked their homes. Nope. $250? I, I, I don't think that would have been enough. It would have been better than what we got. Oh, sh well, I guess. Well, but, but, not, that's not even, really. but that's the scary thing, right? Because now, right, the, the moratorium on evictions, right, is now to the end of March or something. It's it's just after what I think is going to be the Supreme Court red wedding pre-fuck you, Amy Comey Barrett. Just saying. How long has it been <laughs> since inauguration day-wise? Two weeks? The 20th. Yeah. Of this recording. So of the recording, we are two weeks into the Biden administration, and he has done nothing actually that's happened what no here we go listen he reversed the transgender military ban so now transgender people are allowed to just murder brown people well that's great but i'm sure the transgender people who have all been displaced are just super fucking eager to go rushing back to the career that had just ostracized them <laughs> can i go next I mean jared you go ahead. Yeah. Okay. He uh, reversed family separation policies, removing the Trump policies and going back to the Obama policies. That Bigger cages. Still separated families and treated them like livestock. But great. There's there's my, that's one promise that he's kept. Well, so, but, but th this stuff is great, right? Yeah. So yeah, of, of these little green bars, what's really great is he immediately rescinded like the Muslim bans from Trump. Which is good, but also like, well, it's a pandemic. So how many people, sh <laughs> I mean, shouldn't we be restricting travel a little bit? Like not in a discriminatory way of just because of your religion or your skin color, but like, hey, there's a pandemic. I've said it before. I've said it again. It doesn't matter how much traveling we do. It's going to be the rest of the world blocking us. We are the problem. So, so this Joe Biden... Rescinding the Muslim ban travel means nothing. Wait, he didn't rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement yet? No, he just said he's gonna, because he made a committee that's gonna form a group who's gonna make the paperwork to sign up for the accord after the committee makes the group get the paperwork. And the plan is to rejoin it by 2050, I believe. <laughs> Only if the house oh. is under democratic control, 68 to 47. Mercury's rising and something's in retrograde. And, and we're not all underwater from the ice caps right. melting. Oh, and the aliens have come and gone. Well, and the, the icing on the cake is that, of course, like it's not e the Paris Climate Accord, it's not even binding. No. It's not a binding agreement at all. <laughs> it doesn't do shit. So who cares? Yeah. <laughs> It's just a bunch of people sitting in a chat room saying, yeah, the climate's fucked up. We should probably. Probably stop it's, that. It's a bunch of rich people going, like, if we say this, we're going to do this shit, they're going to, like, put the guillotines away for, like, 10 more years, right? Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do this. Wait, what's this? I see I see this on this list here. Universal preschool to three to four-year-olds. That sounds great. Why not universal school for everyone for free forever didn't he say yeah. they were gonna do that and then it's it's not it's it's not even on this page anywhere and it's no longer on his platform on this list here that you sent he does know. say make two, 
two years of community college or a high quality training program tuition free whatever that means so you can so you can get something that means nothing for free fantastic I do know that something else Biden has done is he said that he is going to make sure that a smaller group of Americans get their $1,400 payment. So, oh my God. That. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they're, they're still trying as of seven hours ago, still trying to convince us that $1,400 is actually $2,000. Like they promised. Cause we got that 600 already from right? Trump, even though they made the $2,000 promise after we got the $600. Well, that, that, that's very true. Yeah. I don't think we're getting any more money, boys. I say GME, AMC, Diamond wow. Hands. Bring me some tent. Oh, man, I'm, look, I'm looking at baseball cards right now. <laughs> Tangible, real things. Here's a, here's a good Biden one that I'm reading about right now. I'm not going to leave this page for quite a while. Uh, he's going to... He's going to uh, ask wealthy Americans and big corporations to pay their fair share, including uh, raising the what corporate tax rate to 28%. Um, and w wasn't this tax rate like 70% back in the 50s and 60s and 70s? Now, John, correct me if I'm wrong, but w would that be a time when we considered America great? Well, it's a time when a lot of people considered America great. Mm. And the tax rate on the wealthy was like 70%. Seven, okay. 70%, yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, okay. I mean, great. He's increasing it to... I wonder if, I wonder if that helped. Uh, yeah, I, I think that might have been a strong contributor to it. But it was, uh, I think, Reagan and Reaganomics that, drafted, that immediately changed it. Uh. I mean, <laughs> talk all you want about day one promises and stuff, but that's one Reagan made good on. Reduced it from 70 to 20. And I, sorry if what? my numbers are a little bit off, but... Well, and, and I think that's another thing, again, to get communist Jared talking about communism here. That's what I was hoping to do. Perfect. In, well, if we're, if we're talking, we, we talk about <laughs> those times when America was great and there was you know, these really high taxes on the rich. We often forget that like the USSR existed then and the USSR, for all its faults, you know, had zero unemployment, had universal health care, like had a standard of living like comparable to the United States. Like it wasn't as good because again, we put restrictions on them so they couldn't get the same stuff that you could get for like, right. Quote unquote, free trade among capitalists. Sounds like a siege light. Yes. But again, there's like uh declassified CIA documents where they, they look at like the amount of calorie, the average calories consumed. And it's like more calories are consumed on average per person in the USSR than the USA in like the seventies or something. So th that's something I think interesting to keep in mind that during those times too, you had this country that was this sort of epitome of, of communism or socialism or whatever, that was like, look, this is how good people can have it. So there was a lot of pressure for the United States to make sure that like their people weren't as poor. So we can say, no, 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 look, capitalism helps people and makes their lives better. But then when you had the fall of the USSR, China never really, and I don't know exactly, I, I don't know why, right? P the particular reasons why, but China didn't really take up that role as the the contrast then to America in terms of standard of living. It might it might have been because 
China was still sort of behind the USSR in terms of industrialization, and it was still working ahead. And I mean, at this point, China's going to overtake us in you know what ten or twenty years. You know, you you sort of lost when the when the USSR fell, and by fell, I mean you know the CIA helped break the USSR apart. Even though like the USSR, they had a vote on a referendum, and the majority of people voted to keep the USSR, but then. I forget who it was. Was it Gorbachev? The the um at the time I forget who it was leading. It might have been Gorbachev, but whoever it was, he wanted to dissolve the USSR, and the parliament was like no. So then they just like killed a bunch of parliament members that were communists, so they could break up the USSR and like watch the quality of life just plunge. Um, but anyway, Sweet. but I think I think that's something that we don't that's never talked about in like the good old uh-huh. days that you had like pressure to make sure that people weren't suffering here so that we looked better than communism. That was the big point I was making. Sorry it took so long. Dick measuring contest. That's all it ever was. Why does everyone want to measure each other's wieners? I just don't get that. Yeah, this might be a good... I think that's a good... Just, yeah, dick measuring, great time to end it. Thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of the Anal Podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review wherever you found us. That's how we get noticed, and we love to get noticed. Do you have a question for the Anal Podcast cast? Well, you can reach out to us at anewamericanlegacy at gmail.com. Feel free to drop us a line. You may hear it on the podcast. The 2020 dumpster fire has definitely burnt over to 2021, folks. So as always, please do your best to just stay safe out there.